Hello, and welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host, Rob Conlon, and I'm glad you could join us today here on Episode 9 of Recruiting Hell, once again coming off the heels of a great show with our last guest, Christine Berry. Now, I know Christine was uh, has quite a bit more to offer us and to keep us on schedule for the show, and with the holiday pressing in, we had to unfortunately limit the time on that episode, but she will be back for future episodes very soon, and I think it's probably wise of us uh, to keep her on as our resident mental health expert. Now, to ensure that we're always staying with the theme of the show, and of course for those who are just tuning in to Recruiting Hell for the first time, welcome, we'll do a quick review of why this show exists and why we call it Recruiting Hell. Recruiting Hell is a term that I use to describe the frustration of job hunting in 2020. If you head to any major job site or employer, there are endless opportunities posted, but it's gotten more and more difficult to land them for the average person. The whole goal of this show is to give you the tools to help find a job that brings you fulfillment and worth. Now, not everyone defines their self-worth on their job, but in American culture, we place heavy value on being a contributing member of society, and not hating what you do every day to pay the bills is, of course, a huge benefit to anyone. In a nutshell, this show is about helping people. And if I can help just one other person out there land a new position and get them out of recruiting hell, I'll call that a win. Now, moving on to this week, recruiting hell is shifting into a new field with our content. Not only in how much is put out, but where it gets put out. And obviously many of you have found us through uh, the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, as well as some of our initial social media platforms. But getting this show in front of more folks is the goal. And to accomplish that, we're adding additional hosting platforms in the uh, form of Podbean right now. There will maybe more in the future. And we're also rolling out additional content to each of Recruiting Hell's social media platforms. So be sure to watch for that. It's uh, not only highlight reel, but there may also be some bonus content slid in there as well. So... This actually ties in exceptionally well with the title of this week's episode, which has to do with marketing yourself on social media. Now, I'm not talking about taking ads out or anything like that, though in certain conditions that may actually be a strategy. Uh, I can't say that spending money to put an ad out there about yourself is likely the best use of your resources, but maybe at one point in time you sold yachts and you have the cash to burn. Now, the great thing about social media is that, for the most part, it's free. All it costs is time. Now, unfortunately, time is one of the most limited things we have out here in the world. So it is beneficial to spend the time wisely, regardless of the platform that you're on. Back in Episode 7, we did a quick look at LinkedIn and how it can help get your brand out there just by setting up a profile and having you get active on that platform. Today, we're going to take this way further and and way deeper than that. You probably remember me telling you about the 50 cent strategy or leaving your two cents on 25 LinkedIn posts a day. This could be a reaction such as a like or a heart, or maybe it's a short comment or maybe even something that's a bit more long form if you really have something to add to the discussion. I actually did this long-form discussion the other day because I saw something I was very familiar with, and I just began to write my heart out. 
Now, it turns out I actually reached the cap on the number of characters that you can have in a comment on LinkedIn, which is 1,250, by the way. But I was able to comment heavily on this topic of scam job postings. And in the future, we're going to have an episode on that. But for now, we'll leave this as me writing a long-form comment, and we'll talk about where it led in just a little bit. With social media, when you have something valuable to add to the conversation, do it. The key is, though, this something, comment, like, whatever, has to be valuable to other people, not just to yourself. So when you're starting out on social media, commenting and adding value is something you need to do regardless of the time of day. Now, there are some of you out there who are probably already social media savvy, and you probably just gasped in horror that I just told folks to post at any time of the day. Hang on, put down your pitchforks and torches. There's a reason behind this. Right now, if you're not doing the whole social media thing, the goal is to get you to start. Businesses and well-established social presences are going to have the perfect times to post their content. Maybe they post every Wednesday at 3.03 p.m. Why 3.03 p.m.? Because that's the time they've honed in over years and years of data collection because it takes most folks three minutes to write a witty comment on Twitter after Joe Rogan ends his weekly mixed martial arts show at 3 p.m. I don't know if that's Joe's schedule, but you get the picture. Right now, though, you're not a business with a budget and a team of analysts to tell you exactly when you should be posting on social media. And that's why I'm simply encouraging you as a person to post anytime you can at the beginning. Now, can you dial it in a bit further as you build the habit and bring content to people? Absolutely. So myself, I'm mostly a shoot from the hip kind of person. And in the social media work that I'm doing right now, timing isn't super critical. What matters is that I use social media. The extra cr critical portion here, though, is that I have the understanding and the respect that perfect timing of a, for example, Facebook post that's put up at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday when the U.S. East Coast has just finished dinner and collectively reaches for their phones is effective. Having that respect for that effectiveness and that timing is very important. But for somebody who's just starting to build their social media brand or maybe is getting back into the swing of things with social media, don't worry about splitting hairs that much down to timing it at 6.02 or whatever it might be. Now in social media, you're going to start out as a tiny voice. Everybody did. But that's something that a lot of folks find hard to accept sometimes. We all want to be big. We all want more followers. We all want to have that fame, that that uh, we want to be Instagram famous, we want to be YouTube famous, we want to be social media famous. But until you find a segment of the social media fabric that you can slide into and bring value to others with, you will remain small. The second you start to bring value to others, though, they start sharing, they start listening to, 
and they start following you. There's a great example of this that just happened to me, and I'm actually very humbled that it did because uh, the person who sent me this really made my week. Uh, earlier I mentioned that I made a post as a part of my 50-cent strategy regarding scam jobs. And as this script was in production, the person who I posted to actually reached back out to me. Her name is Jessica, and this entire episode is dedicated to her. The way that she reached out to me via social media was absolutely flawless, and it left me pretty speechless. And if you couldn't tell, I'm a person who it's pretty hard to prevent from talking. <laughs> Jessica's outreach was perfect. She used the limited LinkedIn space to not only pay me a wonderful compliment, but gave context to why she was reaching out and why she thought it was a good idea that we connect. She mentioned my post that it helped her find value and that she was hopeful to connect. If I could have rewritten the connection button that from accept to hell yes, let's connect, I would have done it in a heartbeat. The way that that connection phrase was uh, presented was perfect. And it illustrates something that connecting with folks on LinkedIn takes time and effort, but it also needs to provide value and needs to have a context as to why you're doing it. So while I'm not on the scale of some of these social juggernauts like Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or Damon John, I've had many steps in the right direction, and connecting with my listeners on that personal level is part of that success. But the question you're asking right now, most likely, is how does that apply to you, the job seeker? You have to do the same thing with people, both big and small. So yes, follow the big dogs, but also uplift, provide content to, and help the up-and-comers. Be social on social media. Remember, human beings are social creatures, and we are hardwired to help each other. You might not get shout-outs right away. You need to provide that value to that person in what you added to their online social media experience. Look to be a thought leader. Look to be original. If you've been following Recruiting Hell on social media, you might also notice little snippets of what I think are some of the most profound things that come out of the show. They're being posted for a reason. And you need to look into doing this for yourself. They're out there because people are looking for that, that spark or that inspiration. Copy this strategy for yourself. When people are scrolling through their phone, you might only have a few seconds to reach that person before they scroll right by you. So make sure you grab their attention with what you have to offer. Social media is a wheel of momentum kind of thing. And I explained this concept in an earlier episode, but I think a quick recap might be in order. Basically, this is a concept from engineering and machine design where very large gears or flywheels are used to help keep momentum going in a machine, say like an old steam engine. The flywheel was often built of heavy material like iron or steel that was initially very hard to get going and hard to move at first, but because it was heavy and rotating, it kept going 
and it made each additional stroke of the engine or machine take less effort. A little bit of Newton's law there. Object in motion wants to stay in motion. Object at rest wants to stay at rest. But the long story short, and getting away from the physics argument there, you need to keep pushing on your social media presence every single day in order to start building that stored momentum. That stored momentum is going to keep you going through times where maybe your posts just aren't as insightful. You know, we can't all be firing on all cylinders at all times. Or maybe there's a shortage of topics that you have expertise on. You need to build that momentum every single day. Give your social media flywheel a push. It doesn't always have to be a huge push. It can be a big one or a small one or a medium or something absolutely gigantic. But the only thing it can't be is non-existent because then your presence dies. So when it comes to social media, where should you be? We talked LinkedIn. We've talked about LinkedIn a lot in this episode and, of course, in prior episodes. What you simply need to do, get on there, get your profile up with your profile wizard, which is which is just great. It walks you through it step by step. And start doing the 50 cent strategy every single day. 25 posts that are relevant to you that you leave your two cents on. So where else should you be? Next one, Instagram. This is a really tough one especially if it's your personal account. You may even want to make a separate account. Always be exceptionally cautious about what you post on Instagram because while drunk pictures with the guys or the gals are fun, you don't want a prospective employer looking at those. Instagram would be great for projects that you do, volunteer work that you complete, saying thank you to folks at events you attend. The sky is the limit, but just make sure that if you use Instagram for anything professional, that it stays professional. Don't mix the business and the pleasure as it were. Now, Twitter is a ton like Instagram. You have to keep it professional. Twitter's super tough for this uh, and difficult to use for an individual at some times because oftentimes the politics side of Twitter can be, number one, very volatile, but it tends to creep into everything, too. Uh, my recommendation would be to steer clear of the politics angle at all costs when you are searching for a job or searching for uh, something better. And do your research on the people that you are following and the hashtags that you're using. Now, speaking of hashtags, what are they and what the heck do they do and why do you use them? Hashtags are social media's way of classifying content. Think of it like a directory for content on the platform that has some element of advertising to it. You know, you're, it's almost like a, a dictionary for the, for the platform. You know, you look up a certain, uh, hashtag and it will present you with all the tweets and things like that that are surrounding that hashtag. Now, the best hashtags are catchy. Or have some element of a slogan to them. As I said, it's a directory for content, but it has that element of advertising to it. And it unfortunately turns out that the social and political movements tend to have some of the catchiest of these. And this is not a commentary on anybody's political or social beliefs, but some of the best examples out there that I could think of right away were Donald Trump's Make America Great Again, Black Lives Matter. Me too. All of these are super catchy and they're super popular hashtags. 
but in the professional world, it might be wise to steer clear of them. Follow other similar folks to you in the spaces of Twitter and Instagram and take a look carefully at the hashtags they use to promote their post. I know that I follow their a resume help account on Instagram and they have a great set of hashtags beneath each of their posts. Take notice of what your peers are using to help you get noticed. I'm not saying steal their hashtag uh, battery or anything like you know, the big old chunk of hashtags that some folks have down there, but it could give you some great ideas as to how to actually build your own block of hashtags to help your content get noticed. Social media is going to be slow for you at first, as you get into the habit, as you find your sea legs, as it were. Something I found tremendously helpful for myself, not only in creating this podcast, but in also promoting myself on LinkedIn for job opportunities and other platforms for the same, is what's called a content calendar. Now, I learned about content calendars a long time ago, back in about 2015, and this was when social media was much less prevalent than it was right now, and it was pretty much dominated by Facebook. But basically, this content calendar is a simple schedule for your social media posts. It's kind of like a day planner, or (laughs) I'm going to date myself a bit here, uh, the dreaded assignment notebook I used when I was in grade school. Uh, You know, it was the 90s. We didn't have smartphones. Whatever. Your content calendar can have any number of items per day, depending upon the depth you want to go to. This allows you to plan out the direction you want to take with your social media presence and also sync up those presences and the voice that's going across those presences between Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it might be. So, for example, let's say you want other people to look to you for your expertise with SEO or what's called search engine optimization. You'll want to find content to either share or create it yourself that revolves around this. Having a content calendar can make sure that you not only don't share the same article twice in a row on the same platform, but it can also give you a database to store links to these articles so you can find them easily. Now, A content calendar is maybe a more intermediate to advanced technique and is probably best used if you're promoting something like a podcast, a project you did, or something along those lines. But it doesn't mean that you can't have an opinion on the latest article from Forbes regarding the changes that Google is making to its algorithm. And more importantly, the opinion that you have on that Forbes article might be really valuable to someone else. Social media has the power to take your personal brand and build it tremendously. And in the near future, uh, we're actually going to bring a guest in, uh, one who demanded to be on this show, uh, if she's listening. Uh, I think she knows who she is. Uh, mind you, this person is one of the finest marketers I know, and uh, she can definitely help us get this moving forward and get you some even more advanced techniques on how to use social media to build your personal brand. Now, we are by no means done with the social media uh, front on this, but this uh, this episode I thought was a great way to give you everything that I know and, of course, allow us to bring uh, folks in for future efforts. So this wraps our episode for this week. As always, if you do have questions, comments, feedback, we love feedback. 
uh, with us here, of course, at Recruiting Hell, you can drop us a line at the Recruiting Hell Podcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, hey, this episode is all about social media. Follow us on Twitter at, at Recruiting underscore Hell. You can find our Facebook fan page. Or you can find us on Instagram at Recruiting underscore Hell underscore Podcast. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have some great content uh, coming out on there over the next few weeks. Uh, my content calendar is full, and this is turning from more of a, a hobby and a fun thing I wanted to do to build my portfolio and help people out into uh, almost a, a, a job, which is great. And I'm having a wonderful time doing it. And again, I am so thankful uh, to you, our listeners out there, who are uh, helping make this uh, make this keep going. So if you haven't subscribed, followed, or shared the show with somebody else, uh, please do. I'd greatly appreciate it. And you know what? They just might as well. A reminder, there are millions of Americans out there that could benefit from learning more about how to power up their job hunt. Earlier today, I did hear that the unemployment rate is back down towards about 12%, which is which is good. People are back to work. Uh, but you know what? There are still millions of Americans out there who are out of work, and they're likely your friends and neighbors. Let's give them a hand. And finally, as always, thank you to Purple Planet Music for our theme. And of course, once again, to you, the listener, for tuning in. I'm Rob Conlon, and until we meet again, keep moving forward with your self-betterment and your job hunt. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. <laughs>